Hi there, and welcome to episode 29 of the T21 Mom podcast. My name is Mary, and I'll be your host. Each episode, we will talk about life, Down syndrome, mamahood, single parenting, and pretty much everything in between. I have a daughter named Ainsley, and she's seven years old and rocking an extra chromosome, also known as Down syndrome. And I am living life my way. And today, like all the other episodes, my friend Ron joins me. Hey, Mary. Hey, Ron. What's going on? Well, today we're doing something a little bit different. Are we doing long distance phone calls? You betcha. We are going to talk to my good friend Sharon from Britain. And how did you meet Sharon? I met her at the Rockin' Mums retreat. I went over to sit at her table and within minutes we knew each other's whole life story. Great. Let's go talk to Sharon and find out more. Okay. I'm very excited for today's episode of the T21 Mum podcast. Across the ocean and several time zones away, today I'm talking to my good friend Sharon from Britain. Welcome, Sharon. Hi. don't know whether to say good morning or good evening. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it depends where you are. (laughs) I'll say good evening. (laughs) Okay. That works. I'm so happy that you were able to come on today and that I thought, you know, we could sort of talk about the rock and mom connection friendship, you know, but first, why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, tell us a little bit about you and your family. Okay. Um, so I've got Briar who's got Down syndrome and was four at Christmas. Um, I've got a son that's nearly 27. Mm-hmm. Um, I live with my partner and he's got two girls as well, um, age 17 and 20. So quite a busy household. Yes. And so where in Britain do you live, Sharon? We live in Derbyshire, which looking at England, we're kind of smack bang in the middle. Um, so it's classed as the Midlands. So we're near Sherwood, Sherwood Forest and um, it's quite a nice part, really. Sounds lovely. I, I do plan to come visit you one day, so. so Briar just turned four and so did you have a prenatal or a birth diagnosis with Briar well it was prenatal um we had a I had the combined blood screening at 12 weeks never really thought anything of it I just said yes to everything on my booking appointment um and looking back if I'd have known what that had meant I would have not had any screening at all um, what happened from that we got a one in five chance of Briar having a dance having down syndrome Mm -hmm. which kind of turned my world upside down for a period of of a few months Um, so whereas I would have enjoyed my pregnancy Mm -hmm. I struggled over that period of two months having said that um, I had a amnio later on nearly was 36 weeks um where there was no risk to her but it was a case of having that confirmation um, because our, some of our families weren't that sure that she was going to have Down syndrome and I didn't want I wanted her birth to be celebrated mm-hmm. so we, we had the amnio and we knew we knew at 20 weeks we had a few scans um, and the one in five very quickly went to very highly likely and we just knew it it's um, mm. a 20 week scan they the first thing we saw was a, a foot pressed up against the screen <laughs> and we could see a very clear sandal toe it was as if she was saying you know this is me and this is the journey we're going on and at that point 
was kind of fine with it. We knew, mm-hmm. um, but it was just a matter of getting other people to, I, I don't know if it's fear, just getting them to accept it. So at 30, 36 weeks, we had an amnio and it was confirmed. So which then led her the birth to be celebrated and um, it was great, you know, we sort of didn't look back from then. But oh. it was difficult, as, as you know, we've, we've all got our stories, haven't we? Of course. It was a very difficult time. So was it, were you, did you feel like pressure from your family to do the amnio or was it just between you and your partner to have, have it? Or? Um, it was more, it was more between um, me and Simon, although we felt that we just wanted our families to get on board with it and have that period of time where they understood it, accepted it. I think it was more about acceptance, mm-hmm. I think. So there was no moving away from that. Whereas before we had it, it was, we will get, it was based on a very highly likely, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to, yeah, this is it, it's definite. So um yeah not something that I particularly wanted but it was something that we needed to do yeah no I can totally appreciate that and yeah because then there's always like well there's still a chance right until yes yeah yeah Yeah. yes yeah and we just wanted rid of that um we were looking forward to having this baby um you know so we just needed to get rid of that chance and um get everybody on board with us for the support and for them to enjoy birth as well Uh, of course yeah 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 well I know for many or most of us we always seem to have like an immediate connection with you know when we meet other rockin' moms and I think it's more than just the extra chromosome don't you think yes yeah yeah (laughs) I'm laughing because I can remember when we sat down that first time we met Mm -hmm. A minute of meeting we were crying laughing and there was a whole mix of emotions and yes yeah the connection um you can't quite describe it to people I don't think no and you're right and I, I hear about that quite often that people say it's really hard to describe when you're in this club you know because I think yeah. often we all call it the club that we never really thought we wanted to be a part of but you realize it's a pretty awesome club to be a part of but yeah and it is it is challenging to sort of really describe to people what it's what it's like and and you know yes it's that extra chromosome that unites us but I don't know it just seems like there's something more I guess I don't know yes (laughs) yeah I do something a bit quite magical isn't it I think exactly yeah I love that magical yes I I think that's perfect you know because I'm I think Jen Jacob I had her on a previous episode and I think it was I think it was her who said you know you meet someone and you're already in your second season, but when it's another rockin' mom, you don't have to catch anyone up. Like, you know, like we were just saying, it's kind of hard to articulate it, like what the rockin' mom friendship is, like, and, and what it entails. But, you know, yeah, I just think it's pretty amazing because I've met so many amazing mamas and I know that you've met, yeah. you know, a ton of people. <laughs> yeah yeah and I'm I'm lucky I spend most evenings chatting there's always somebody that you know that's uh, got a, a messenger group from my birth group the 1516 group so it's great to connect with them regular see what's going on and their struggles celebrations um it is it's something really special that's great um, so yeah 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 I love it and I couldn't not think about going to the retreat Mm-hmm. You, you know just being with uh in a room of 700 plus mums that all get it that are all going through it mm-hmm. it just normalizes my whole 
world at that point for that weekend it does um, but yeah it is it's something it is something very special yeah so did a lot of your birth group uh moms come to the retreat like have you been able to connect with a lot of them yes yeah and we were talking this year that there's still a few that we didn't quite connect with i think just down to the numbers that were there last time mm-hmm. so we're going to make a, a an extra effort this year to make sure that everybody in our birth group that we all do connect with each other so that nobody's left out or uh, feels a bit lost these re- retreats are huge and yeah um it's quite easily to get to get lost or not connect with the people that you want to so um yeah it's a bit of a challenge last year for us certainly oh for sure making an extra yeah oh that's an extra effort this year oh that's awesome that's really lovely to hear so what made you want to attend your first retreat and I think you your first one was in Chicago right yes yeah um well I was put into the birth group around, I don't know if it was, it was before 20 weeks, probably about 15, 16 weeks. So from there, you're chatting with a group of women that are all going through or have been through everything that you're experiencing. So all your fears and you have a very honest and um, raw connection, I think, for that mm-hmm. period. So we all went on, had a babies, and we all shared their moments. Even though it's just on Facebook, it's like you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we knew about the retreat and that so many of us go it was I just had to go and I think the other side of it is over here I still feel quite isolated mm-hmm. um so I, I I just needed to have that period of time where everything felt normal again you know and that's the only way I can describe it mm-hmm. like just normalizes everything um so yeah that I think that was the the other draw to it I needed to be with women that got it um, and there's no other way of, of describing it for me, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you've kind of sort of already spoke to this. So, I mean, because you're coming a far away, like, you know, yeah. it's just not like a little hour or three hour plane ride. You know, no. what is it that keeps you coming back? Um, you guys, really. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 there's that element, your friendships, meeting people that you've seen the year before, making new connections. Um, but it is also about I find that I spend most of my time as I'm looking if I looked out of a window to try and describe it um, you're looking out on people's lives they're going about the daily business and um, everything's normal out there Mm -hmm. and it it gives me that sense of normality Um, so if I'm sat in my office listening to my work colleagues and they're talking about their um, sort of struggles with the children be it school or um parties it's very different to my struggles Mm -hmm. so to not have that when when you go to a retreat and spend a weekend with women that are all going through similar experiences it um it doesn't it it normalizes everything i feel it takes a weight off my shoulder Mm -hmm. um and plus you learn new new things Mm -hmm. you know we go to the workshops you learn a lot from them um so there's there's so many pluses for me I think a lot of people over here don't quite understand it what I get out of it mm-hmm. why, I, why I've got this need to go um but yeah there's so many reasons that I'd go I can't I can't imagine not going it's really important to yes me. I totally agree with you I I found after my first retreat it was just I felt really empowered and you know I felt yeah. like I can do anything now and yeah it was yes. it was pretty powerful and I mean last year was you know it was like you said, it was huge. And 
it, it was I did find it a little bit challenging to sort of try to connect with just even the moms that I knew like you know you I mean yeah. you had your challenges because you weren't staying on site but yeah I found it just challenging because it was so big but um how amazing that it's grown to what it is yes it's incredible it is incredible yeah and it's great when you get there and you see everybody in the t-shirts and you know people or you don't know people you just automatically are drawn to go and speak to somebody with a, a, t- a complete stranger yeah. um and, and there's just no barriers there it's just great yes it's an opportunity that you don't have that often but it's great to to do that oh for sure yeah I totally I totally agree with you like because you're coming such a distance like are there any kind of similar meetups or retreats or conventions over in Britain or or even in Europe that you're aware of I've not looked into Europe um and funny enough, the other night I was thinking that I probably need to do that. Um, in England, there isn't really. We've got a few little small groups on Facebook. So somebody um, organising like a camping meet mm-hmm. for two or three days over a weekend. Um, we have small little support groups where our children play. Um, and I'm, we're trying to grow the Derby Derbyshire dancing drone group. Mm-hmm. Um so we've just kind of started on that working with Derby Down Syndrome, uh, but there's nothing quite like the Rocky Mums group. And I think because of the journey I've been on from from the start mm. till now, there'll be nothing that will quite ever take its place for me. Um, so yeah, there's there's nothing like it. And I think culturally we are different. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend um, probably not wear our hearts on the sleeves and. Um, probably just more reserved whereas Mm -hmm. it is completely different over there and um it's just a completely different experience i think even if they had a retreat like that over here i don't think i'd quite get the same from it interesting Um, but that's just me yeah 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 i can yeah yeah i can sort of see that yeah yeah i mean but you've been fitting in pretty good (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i mean you kind of touched on it like because I'm curious, since you're on so many of the D- DSDN pages, which is mostly Americans. I mean, I'm from Canada, yes. and we had a pretty good little contingent there from Canada last year. Seems to be growing. Yeah. But what is where you are? Like, what is inclusion and tolerance and acceptance like there? Um, I think it's getting better. Um with the, we've found a, a school for Briar mm-hmm. looking at inclusion. She, she'll hopefully be starting school in September. We've currently looked at mainstream because I think at this point that's what's right for her. That could very well change, which is absolutely fine. But looking at the school we went to, we've, we've been to see a few schools and um, it felt so inclusive. Mm-hmm. They'd got children with a few disabilities um, that were there already. Um, they just really embraced it. So at the minute, Bri's going through a hair pulling stage mm-hmm. um, and they just said, just let her go in the class. And my first reaction was, oh, she's pulling hair, you know, and they said, that's that's for us to deal with. Um, so, and she said, all the children will be able to deal with it. And it was just amazing. It's um, They work with children to um, accept um every ability and um, so which is great it was really refreshing yeah to experience that so that was a really good experience 
at the hospital we we went to and had Briar at that was um, the Royal Derby Hospital in Derby City. They were amazing. They never once mentioned that um, when we when we had the one in five, it was a one in five chance. That's how it was delivered, as opposed mm. to one in five risk. Um, oh, nice. They were very, yeah, very positive about the terminology they used. Never talked about um, termination. Um, wow. So we've had, yeah, we were, and that you're going back, you know, four years ago. I think we're very lucky. Um, we've had some real good experiences, and it's not the same for everybody. It's very much a, a bit of a postcode lottery, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah what isn't so good is the services that we we don't really get we've had a lot of funding cuts mm -hmm. over recent years so that's left us uh, with very limited support and i think briar's walking was delayed mm -hmm. because of that um a toilet training may be delayed because of that mm -hmm. um so there's that side of it that that we do struggle with um but friends uh, and our community around us of just really positive um briars had a trike a special trike mm -hmm. and one of our friends uh put a facebook fundraiser up and within 48 hours we'd raised all the money for this trike oh, so that's fantastic yeah we're really lucky she's very loved and our friends and family um they do they adore her they support us so we are lucky we are oh that's um, fantastic of, yeah i think some of it can be about your attitude and mm -hmm. how you approach it um but you know and there are other areas and other services that that aren't so inclusive so we are lucky i've got to say that's great like so over here we have what we call early intervention which is generally yeah. from zero to three do you have something similar like that there you said there's been a lot of cuts but yeah um again that's based on where you live mm. so some areas um get get a lot of good early intervention as opposed to others so when we first had bride we had a portage worker that used to come out and do a lot of uh, really good play and development from when she was a baby mm -hmm. other areas they haven't got that portage worker at all so um that these children miss out on that kind of intervention yeah um we have a physio but we don't see it that often other areas they they have them more so it, it's um because it's nhs funded mm -hmm. it varies from area to area so okay um yeah it's not consistent it isn't consistent so like do you think what you have in britain do you think it's i mean i don't know if you would know but do you think it's sort of similar to what we have in North America or do you think Britain's kind of or Europe even is lagging behind or like what are you I think we yeah I think we lag behind I noticed that more when um I was pregnant um we went for a scan and then there's a considerable number of weeks before we went to another one um and with the mums on my group they were going all the time some going three times a week uh, the level of care seemed to be um they, they It'd be unfair for me to say greater because we cannot we cannot fault the care that we had, mm -hmm. um, but I think it was more on uh, the level like with the testing that they were monitored more closely mm -hmm. than what we were, um, and that made me sad during the time because you then worry, um, yeah, there was a big difference. So mm -hmm. 
that certainly differs and I think this um a lot of the physios that we, we see stories on our group people having physios and different therapies they seem to be more intense mm-hmm. than what we get really and for us we are looking at um phys- physio for Briar, but we would end up having to pay f- pay yeah. additionally to it and I think that's what we'll end up doing um so I, I think that is the difference that you know our NHS is free so therefore mm-hmm. the service that you can get can be quite limiting yeah um, I think whereas it, yeah it's North America it's, it's completely different well yeah well even in Canada like I you know it took me a while to get into proper physio with Ainsley so you know because right. of early intervention we couldn't always get in to see the physio so yeah I I think you're right they do seem to be on it more so especially in, yes. in the younger years which is awesome and yeah you know but like you like I had to I had to do some private I had to do a lot of private therapy where I had to pay yeah so yes. yeah so definitely is challenging so yeah yeah but I'm glad to hear that she's got her trike and and that's fantastic yeah it's amazing we're just waiting for the weather we've had one storm after the other just recently so we're just waiting for a bit of a break in the weather mm-hmm. um and as the lighter nights come you know we can take her on it yeah most evenings and it will just be great because it, it works all the muscles and mm-hmm. a core strength and everything it's incredible so yeah yeah Ainsley's uh, got a similar bike on it. yeah and, oh, she, yeah. yeah and uh so yeah I'm waiting for the better weather like you said and the yeah. longer evenings because you know we could go yes. to the park and stuff yeah, it, yeah, it'll, yeah she loves it so yeah that's awesome you know and like you were saying about with your online support I just like I think for me as well, having the online support and then meeting all these amazing moms in person, it's like so amazing. And, you know, when I came home from my first retreat in Phoenix, I had met you and I just felt like so rejuvenated and alive. Like I felt I can conquer the world. I don't need to conquer the world, but I can conquer the world. Like, do you get a similar rejuvenation when you come back from the retreats? Yes, yeah, and I think it, it's, it, you listen to, like, the keynote speakers, mm-hmm. um, you know, last year it was great, and it, it does give you that uh, boost. Yes. Um, yeah, it, 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 and it keeps you going then, I think, for, the, mm-hmm. for more or less the rest of the year. Um, I think that's what you need to hear. You just need to refocus on it. Um, yes. Because you can have some tough times throughout the year, and once you, you've you've been there experienced that you listen to people telling you um about how good you advocate and um yeah it does it empowers you I think Mm -hmm. yeah like Tim Shriver I found him like I mean this I mean I've only been to the two retreats like Brian Donovan was amazing who we also had on thanks to you you suggested him (laughs) and you know and Tim Shriver he was it was amazing to hear him speak and about the Special Olympics so yeah Yeah, you're right it kind of gives you that kind of boost you know and you can go back to that when you know because when times are tough you can revisit it yeah absolutely yes yeah yeah I know I yeah I'm so Rachel Coleman's this year's uh speaker so she was in Chicago which did you see her okay yeah so yeah she was amazing okay I'm looking forward to to hearing her speak so you know, and I know for me, I like I have a handful of close friends who I, I feel just, you know, who don't have children with Down syndrome, but like who really get me in my situation. But I just, I just find it's just different when you meet 
another rock and mom, don't you think? Yes, it's complete. Yeah, it's completely different, um, and you can't explain that. I think people think because you've got children, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got that in common. I don't think you can explain that to somebody who hasn't got a child with Down syndrome. Um, they don't understand the difference or that. It's kind of a sense of relief. I know if we go out shopping and you see somebody with a child with Down mm-hmm. syndrome, straight away you, you end up talking to them or they come over to you. Yeah. Um, and you always part with a smile on your face. Yes. Um, I met a lady a couple of weeks ago. We were shopping in Derby and um, she got a little girl. She was about six um, and she comes straight over to me. I've, not, I've never seen her before. She doesn't go to any of the groups. So that was nice. Um, oh, yeah, we were sort of part of both smiling. I get that. Do you? Um, you know, if you, I never got that with my son. Yeah. Um, you just went about digital and that was it. So, uh, so, um, like, do you guys have like a like we? Ha- I go to a monthly play group. Do you guys have anything like that there? Um, we we have a therapy group at the Royal Derby Hospital. Um, that's every other month mm-hmm. um but i think politics have got in the way a little bit funding cuts mm-hmm. have meant that the specialist health visitor there can't talk to anybody that lives in derbyshire she can only talk to the derby city mums so it can can kind of be a bit awkward she's lovely um oh. and she was a great support to us but um the funding meant that she couldn't she could no longer support us from derbyshire so um the group it is a play and therapy group so um the children get a lot out of it playing and being with each other but as parents we got a lot out of it being able to ask her Mm -hmm. um different things um which we're not able to do now so um it's a shame we don't perhaps go as often as we should for that reason oh that is too bad i mean i do really enjoy going to our little play group i mean a lot of it is just to see the other parents and it's just a little yeah. bit of a time to have a little bit of a breather and a coffee and a snack and, you know, the kids are all playing. Yeah. So, yeah, and just to connect with the other parents, which yes. is which is nice. So, I mean, yeah. Ainsley's getting to be one of the older kids now. There's a few kids close in her age, but a lot of new kids, which is nice to see. Lots of, like, you know, yes. a couple babies and some younger yeah. kids. So, oh, yeah, we're always, like, trying to get to hold the other the babies you know they're never put down when they come (laughs) everyone wants to hold them but uh yeah I'm 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 really glad that we have our little play group because it just you know gives you that chance to connect with other parents and stuff and and I've been encouraging those moms to come there's you know star came um she's from our play group and so she came to the retreat last year and I'm hoping that she's coming again so I'll oh, see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think she really enjoyed herself. And, you know, the other moms that I'd spoken to at their first retreat, they all seem to really love it. So, and, yeah. And this year is a little closer for me in Colorado. It's not quite as long a flight. I think I can just fly direct. So, which is, oh, which good. is awesome. Can yeah. you fly direct yeah. or, or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be a lot, uh, a lot easier than, well probably less expensive phoenix for us direct was really expensive which is why i went indirect um so yeah it's, it's a lot less um cost wise uh, it's quite simple so that'll be better we'll get there sort of mid-afternoon so that'll be a lot better oh good good yeah i'm just debating yeah. what day to fly in wednesday or thursday i'm not sure yet so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah because i'm thinking i might go wednesday just because it gives you a bit of free time and 
and just yeah, to chill. Yeah, you can unwind and yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that'd be good. And then are you guys going to stay a little bit later after the retreat or? Um, I think we'll probably, uh, I'll probably head back sort of mon- Monday. Okay. Um, with the fact that we haven't gone as a family, that makes it more difficult. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Just a long way to go for such a short time i know yeah yeah although i think when we did it in phoenix um it was so it just seemed to be i was only there for that length of time but it seemed like we were there for ages and i think it was (laughs) just the way it was organized the time we spent connecting with each other um it seemed longer than just that that weekend so yeah you're right it did yeah 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 so yeah I was thinking about it the other day and thought you know it's only for a few days but it just seemed like you're there longer so yeah well because you kind of just really spend all your time with each other right like it's really condensed yeah Yeah. yes yeah it's all your time and all your energy yes Um, from the minute you get there you're seeking each other out and um yeah the retreats are busy you're going to the workshops and you're sharing the experiences from that then obviously there's a night out which is always great as well Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah (laughs) yeah i wonder what they're going to do this year last year was fun at the winery yeah so i'm curious what's going to happen this year yeah so i'm looking forward to that yeah that'll be interesting yeah (laughs) yeah i thought they did a good job of getting i don't know 700 plus women to to the winery yeah i I yeah. had no idea I'm not how they were that anybody got left behind. No, I think oh, they did really well. Oh <laughs> well, and like I, I talked about it in the retreat episode, but we some mums found a bus that was waiting at the winery and just asked. Like I think, I think they went around and asked people for money. I can't even remember. And 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 sort of said to the driver, "Can you take us back?" So because we're all sort of stuck there because the, the bus is left early, right? yeah but uh yeah so that was fun and yeah and that's kind of I had a great time on the bus ride back actually so (laughs) it was so much fun I had such a good time so you know we've talked a lot about like what it is being a rockin' mom and our friendships and so forth but how do you like I mean you have Blaze who's your older son yeah but how do you think being a mom to Briar has changed you um, I th- in quite a few ways, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Down syndrome was something that I never, ever thought about. It was not in our world. Mm-hmm. We didn't know anybody with it. Um, so embracing that has just been life-changing, all for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes you look at everything differently, and everybody. Um, anybody that you meet that's um, got any kind of disability, you're more aware of it Mm -hmm. it's made me a better person um you're kind of open to everybody I'm not as judgmental I'd like to say I'm not judgmental but um I'm not as judgmental as perhaps I I was before it's it's enriched my life in so many ways um yeah and you just and it's just the nice nice side of it when mm-hmm. I go out and take Brian I'm sure you've had the same experience people stop me in the street and will just simply say she's made my morning just seeing her Aww. and you just think that you know my daughter's done that yeah and it's great um it's something that you you don't normally experience so yeah it's it has definitely enriched our lives and um given me a different purpose um and just to make that change mm-hmm. for others as well 
yes. which you can do in the in the simplest of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's great to be able to do that. Yeah, I can. Yes, I can attest to everything that you said. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah Ainsley, I think for me, you know, because I don't. Ha- she's my only child. Um, but I can honestly say that she's made me the person I was supposed to always be. Because I kept yeah. thinking, you know, I just always felt there had to be more. I just felt there was more to my life but I could never figure out what it was and then along came Ainsley you know and like you said it kind of throws you a curveball you know he's not really like wasn't on my radar you know and I yeah yeah you know and I remember my my sister-in-law when I announced she actually she she said to me she goes are you are you concerned she didn't say about Down syndrome but you know it's sort of like yeah there and I said no not really you know uh, it's my chances. I think at the time, I can't remember. It was eight to 10 percent, I think, is what it was. Okay. And I said, Somebody's in that eight to 10 percent. You just hope it's not you. And yeah, well, it was me. But yeah, you know, but you learn to embrace it and 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 go with it. And yes, yeah. And I just think, you know, like I wouldn't have met you I wouldn't have met all those amazing moms if no except for an extra chromosome yes yeah which is yeah when you look at the scale of it just that one thing has made such a huge difference and impact Mm -hmm. into all our lives um yeah it's quite incredible yes you you just wouldn't experience it otherwise and I find for me when we we found out um I was beyond devastated Mm -hmm. you know, as we've spoke about, but looking back, the only thing I could put it down to my all my emotions was down to a bad haircut because that was the only thing that I associated Down syndrome with. I've got no <laughs> knowledge on it, yeah. no experience. It was just a rubbish haircut. And I can look back and think I spent two months crying over a rubbish haircut. <laughs> And that's what it boiled down to. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and I always say it's because it's the unknown. Like for me, it was just like, and probably like you is, I, did, I mean, I knew of a few people in the community, but I didn't really know, know them. And there's yeah. uh, one young man who volunteered at the aquarium where I worked. And, but that was really it. Like I didn't know really too much. Of, well, I knew nothing about Down syndrome. And I think it's just yeah. the fear of what you don't know, but yeah, I think, but now I think we're doing okay. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you were able to come on today, Sharon, and and oh, no. and talk. And I miss you, and I'm so looking forward to seeing you again in Denver and to meet Blaze. Oh, likewise. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for asking me. It's been great. Oh, it's you're very... to talk to you again. Oh, yes, you're very welcome. And I look forward to meeting Blaze, and, and I hope he's excited to come and see yes and, I think it yeah I think it'll be good for him because he'll connect to some of the dads that will be more his age and just for him just to have that to share a little bit of what what I get I think will be good will yeah be good for his soul oh I think so too <laughs> yeah that's yeah. fantastic so I really yeah I'm really looking forward to it and it can't come soon enough but um no it'll be here hopefully soon <laughs> it will <laughs> thanks so much Sharon Okay, thank you. Good night. It amazes me that you and Sharon had so much in common when you met, and you didn't really even have to talk about what you had in common. Yes, it is pretty amazing. And, 
you know, I often think, you know, all these people and Sharon included, obviously, I would never have met except for an extra chromosome. And are there other people in this community that have these same kinds of relationships? Like you've been to, what is it, three retreats? No, I've been to two. Okay. This year will be my third. So almost three. Almost three, yes. And there are people all throughout this community who they just, that they know each other simply through their experience. All you have to do is say T21 and instantly you know. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I think, you know, you just can find that connection and it's amazing. And I'm so grateful for this community and the friends that I have found in this community. It's it's an amazing part of this journey. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed this interview, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. All right. Lead us on out. Thanks for listening to the T21 Mom podcast. And I would love to hear from you. What things are important to you as you navigate this journey of special needs and Down syndrome? How are you doing things your way? We would love to hear your story. So if you have a story to share, drop us a line at our email at t21mom.com and keep on loving on your rocking kiddos. And we'll see you next time. See you, Mary. Bye, Ron.